oh, I hear you saying all this good stuff and you don't even understand my pain and or how hurt I am. You know what I say to them? You know what, bro? It's time for you to forgive yourself or maybe even someone else. That's the problem, the real problem. Let's go. Welcome back to the I'm Dealing With broadcast. This is Sean, your host. I hope everybody is having a blessed day. We're going to get right into today's topic, dealing with forgiveness, the season and time to forgive. You know, this is where we're at right now in um, this climate with COVID. You know, have some states coming right back in, you know, but most of all, stay safe, stay safe, people. Let's use some common sense while we're out there. Okay, so, but even in all this, you know, this is a humbling uh, state that we're in. This whole thing for the past several months with people being laid off, it has been a great equalizer for everyone. No big eyes, no little U's. It has caused people to buckle down and really take a personal infrastructure or self-examination on themselves. And let's just be honest, we're in a time in our life right now, you know, we can't be holding on to grudges. We can't hold on to what mom and them did, what dad did, you know, what your sister did, your brother did. We can't hold on to it. You know, we have to be able to um, just honestly let it go. And what I mean by let it go, not the fact that it doesn't bother you, but you have to be able to do something different and let it not strangle you or handcuff you where you are. Some people cannot move on because they're looking for answers. They're looking for reasons why it happened. Why'd you dog me? Why did you uh, step on my heart? Why did you hurt me? And sometimes you have to forgive even without an explanation. And that's tough to do. And it takes a strong-willed man to be able to forgive without an explanation. Because sometimes we move on, but we move on, but we drag our luggage with us to that next job, to that next relationship, to whatever that is. You know, we have problems with our children. We, we, we think we're moving on, but we're not. We have a problem with uh, a relationship and we think we're moving on to another one, but we're really not. We're actually bringing in what we learned in our last relationship or what we felt about our last relationship and we bring it into our next one. And we have to learn how to forgive because if you don't forgive, you will drag and bring luggage to the next thing. You have you got you got to let it go. You you have to, because if you really were to take a self um, examination of yourself and realize, hey, you know what, this is um, I'm a, I'm an alcoholic. There's a reason for it. I am really hurt. I've really been torn apart. My friends have really deserted me. Um, my parents really left me. My mom, my dad. I, I lost a loved one, and I had to bury them, and I don't know how to deal with it. And, and we're dealing with forgiveness. And sometimes it's you're dealing with forgiveness of people because of what they've done to you. But sometimes let's start with you. Sometimes you have to learn to forgive yourself because sometimes we're we end up in situations because we have done something personally that we have a hard time forgiving ourselves for for. So let's start there. What are you going through right now where you have a hard time forgiving yourself? What is that thing? Is it the fact that you lost a house because you were not studious with your money and you're trying to forgive yourself for what you did? Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe you weren't the right husband or boyfriend or friend to somebody like you should have been. 
maybe they died, passed away, uh, maybe they're on their uh, their deathbed or contracted a some t- some form of virus or whatever the case may be, and you wish you had more time with them because you didn't do what was right throughout the relationship, what whatever that is. Maybe it's a job situation to where you find yourself in a certain predicament because you didn't perform like you should have and you have a problem forgiving yourself. Maybe you bought something that you shouldn't have bought and you're having resentment toward yourself because you spent money that you shouldn't have and you should have held on to it. Maybe there were missed opportunities that you wish you would have jumped into and you didn't and now you wish you did. Well, I can tell you what, I can speak for that one. <laughs> There's a whole lot of missed opportunities I, I, I should have jumped into. But you know what? I can't stay there. I have to be able to say, you know what? Then I have to be more studious about certain things moving forward. I have to be more informative. I have to be on the cutting edge. I have to be learn how to get in on the ground floor and not worry about what everybody else has to always think. Because we're always going to make mistakes. We're always going to make some bad decisions. Not always make them, but sometimes we will make bad decisions. And we have to understand that we have to stick by some of those decisions. Some of sometimes it's going to allow us to eat steak. And sometimes it's going to allow us to eat crap sandwiches. It's what it is. And as long as you're in this life, you're not going to always make the correct decision. And when you're dealing with yourself and trying to forgive yourself, that's tough. It's tough forgiving yourself. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's easy. It's tough. And there are times you will forgive yourself easily for some things, but then for other things, it's a lot harder. But we have to be able to be truthful with ourselves and say, I'm struggling in this area. And if you're struggling in that area, then you have to think about who is it that can help me through this? Is there anybody I can trust to help me through this process in my life? Is there anybody? Because when you're going through uh, this time, when you're dealing with forgive, forgiveness of self, self-forgiveness is tougher than um, forgiving others. Because with self-forgiveness, you start holding animosity, not amongst someone else externally, but internally. You start questioning all the time your judgments. You question your resolve, your personal resolve. You question your commitments. Sometimes you have anxiety. And in this, uh, sometimes leads to depression. And, and you know where depression many times leads, folks. Contemplating suicide. So for self-forgiveness is very important and imperative that you tackle. And it's best to tackle it earlier on. Not wait. Because the longer it lingers and festers, the longer more problems arise. You have problem coping with external relationships because you have a problem with self. You have a problem with trust because you don't even trust yourself or forgive yourself. You have a problem with love because you don't can't forgive yourself. Many times you don't love yourself. So if you don't love yourself, how then can you love others? It starts with you first. Is there is there something in you that causes you why why you're angry at everybody else all the time? Why is it that you can't be trustful or you can't trust anyone? Is it you first? Is there something that you haven't forgiven yourself for? Is it something that you've caused a a ripple through the years or maybe something that has festered and lingered since your childhood, adolescent, 
teenager, a young man, a middle-aged man, now you're an old man. And you still have some of the same problems. Because sometimes when we don't deal with them earlier on, it becomes a part of who we are. And it doesn't make us better. It actually makes us bitter. Now on the subject of sometimes when you're dealing with others, you know, um, man, one thing I know is others will let you down. People will let you down. It's just what it is. People will let you down. Because if you think about your own personal flaws, and let's be honest, we all have, as great as we think we are, as good as we think we are, as skilled and uh, have an awesome craftsmanship as we think we are, we are very much flawed, all of us, all of us, men, We're, again, focus on men, all of us are flawed. All of us have scars. Sometimes some of these scars are self-inflicted and were inflicted externally through others, from others, through circumstances. You know, any of you that are listening that have ever been in war, served in the military and the armed forces, first of all, thank you for your service. But if you've ever gone anywhere, maybe Afghanistan, maybe you were in Vietnam or whatever the case may be, you know what it's like to have wounds that are inflicted externally and it's not caused by you. You know what it's like to be in a battle um, to be cut or shot. You know what that scar is like. For those of you that have had surgery, you know what it's like to be cut on, to have stitches. Maybe you've broken an arm, uh, a leg, some type of bone or whatever. You know what it's like to have pain. Maybe you've had a heart attack. You know what it's like to have pain. A stroke, you know what that's like. And many times the hurt by people can hurt, seems like it hurts even more than that because of the relationship you thought you had with those individuals or the ones you thought you trusted and they turn your back on you. And there's nothing more uh, hurtful to a man to be able to be transparent to those that you love and uh, be vulnerable and share your innermost deepest feelings only to feel as though you've been ridiculed or made to believe like you're a punk or you're weak when in actuality I trusted you enough to be able to share my weakest uh, moments of my life to be able to talk to you to let you know where I am and you pretty much spit on the very thing that I'm trying to share and it's hurtful and then when somebody else comes back in your comes into your life and wants to understand you, it's hard to be able to open up again because the trust was broken years before, maybe a day before, months before, a decade ago. And it happens to the best of us. We all go through hurt. We all go through deception. We all go through ne uh, use and neglect. Every single one of us, some of, some of us have been hurt externally through stock market because someone told us a thing or we believed a thing. We've been hurt by the housing crisis. Think about all of you. If you were listening and you were a part of that housing crisis back in the beginning of 2007, basically throughout 
2009, somewhere around, you know what that was like, especially if you lost anything. I lost two places, so I get, I completely get it. And it stings, and it hurts. Because you trusted what you thought was. But then at the same time, there is some resentment you hold against yourself because I'm sure somewhere in your gut told you, maybe this is not a good fit. And it happens. Because um, you think to yourself, I trusted one, but then I had a gut feeling about another, and you almost have to pick and choose. And sometimes you would rather choose to not forgive somebody else when truthfully, you're really not forgiving yourself. And in every situation, in every climate of life, you're going to go through situations where you're going to have to believe and listen to somebody. And many times it hurts you uh, economically, uh, especially when you're out there in the workforce. Because maybe your previous boss or your uh, uh, your previous trainer, your mentor, your your teacher, maybe even your pastor, minister has told you a thing or two and you felt like you were deceived or misled. So now you get into this new workforce or this new area in your life and you have a hard time listening to people. And because you have a hard time listening to people is because of lack of faith in them, lack of trust in them, which has caused you to have situations where you're in the bubble at your job. You are on the bubble uh, at your place of worship. You're on the bubble in relationships because there are things that remind you of what you left or you're looking for things that remind you of what you left and you're so busy focusing on the negative that you're not trying to accentuate the positive. And again, like I said, it happens to the best. The question is, what do you do? What do you do? Are you going to stay on that rock? That island of aloneness? That single mindness? Are you going to trust yourself? When really, if you can't forgive yourself, you're really not even trusting yourself. What are you going to do? Because in the old, they don't say move forward or get up and dust yourself off. But you bring all your baggage with you. That's not what that means. Moving forward is knowing you fail, knowing you have a problem, you had or have a problem, but you don't want to take that problem with you. Knowing you got knocked out, knocked down, your legs were kicked off or on you, but you're willing to get back up and fight again. And you're learning from, for instance, uh, you just got knocked down. You're in a boxing match. I'll use that analogy. You're in a boxing match. My man, my boy, my dude, you're in this boxing match of life via relationship, via workforce, via money and finances, via credit, uh, via housing. You're in this boxing match of life and you get hit with a jab, jab and then a hook and it knocks you off your feet. So when you decide to get back up to your feet, you don't stand the same way you were standing before. You start thinking to yourself, okay, last time they hit me with a such and such and such and such. And so what I'm going to have to do is learn how to uh, bob and weave a little bit more, protect myself a little bit more. And I need to be more active. 
and back them up against the ropes. But most of all, uh, but you know, a lot of times we go in this complete protection mode. We get back to our feet and all we do is we stand there and cover up. That's the fastest way to end any match is to do nothing at all. That's the fastest uh, way to end a UFC. If you're in the mixed martial arts and y'all know what I'm talking about, you know, somebody's got you on the mat and they're striking you in the back of the head or in the neck or whatever the case may be. Or and they're trying to do a guillotine or a chokehold or whatever. And you just stand there and all you just decide to do is just put your hands on your head. Guess what? Referee is going to call that fight because you're not doing nothing. You're allowing the enemy, whatever that enemy is in your life, to try to choke you out and you do nothing. You're allowing the enemy to uh, kick you, kick you in the face, punch you in the eye, and all you do is stand there and put your hands over your face. That's not what this is. In this portion of your life, you have to be able to first start off, you have to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself, forgiving oneself first starts off with a self-examination and honestly saying, it's me. I, I, I take blame for this. I take blame. Then, now what do I do? Where do I go from here? I forgive me. I don't need Bobby down the street to forgive me. I don't need daddy to forgive me or mama or my wife or whatever the case may be, my girlfriend, uh, my son, my daughter. It starts with me. I forgive me. I first forgive me. I'm allowing, I'm going to allow myself to love again. I'm going to allow myself to trust again. And many times you have to forgive yourself with understanding and knowing you made a bad decision. You made a bad choice. But not to the extent to where we are now, we put ourselves in a bunker. I'm allowing me to live again, but now I'm going to build up all these walls and I'm just going to stay in the bunker the rest of my life. That's not living. That's called isolation. You can't have friends in isolation. Networking in isolation. Building net worth in isolation. A business in isolation. Why? Because, let's start with business. My friend, I don't know what you're trying to build, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to harness, but whatever that is it takes people to be able to build you can't build a house without construction workers and then the construction workers can't build anything without plans and no one can have plans without a planner engineer or an architect you need people and in order to be able to have people to do these things you can't be in isolation because in order to be able to do these things that involves relationship mm-hmm it involves relationships, so you can't be uh, Mr. Island, Mr. Isolation, and still grow. Not the way you really need to grow. It takes time. And you gotta be able to first say, I, for, I, for, I forgive me, I, I messed that up. It was my fault, I did this. Let's start there, I did this, it was me, it was me. And then maybe for others, maybe it's not you. Maybe it's external. And you have to be able to, even without them being present in your life, in front of you, maybe it's the person you're sleeping next to every night. Maybe you have to forgive them before they even say a word. Maybe it's a child 
that you have to forgive. Maybe it's uh, being left by your mother or father. Maybe you have to forgive them. Maybe it's a business that put, maybe it's a business that put you out of work that you have to forgive. And you have all this regret and you have all this bitterness because of you lost something and whatever the case may be. And sometimes we don't want to forgive. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to forgive them until they come to me and ask for forgiveness. Say, I'm sorry. Until then, they don't even exist to me. That's fine. Go ahead. That's fine. Live the rest of your life that way. But what that's going to do is you're going to look for that same type of person characteristic, excuse me, in every single person that you meet, which is going to cause you to be very hateful. It's going to cause you to be very standoffish. It's going to cause you to be selfish and it's going to cause you to never be involved in anything. And many times you have to learn to forgive without explanation if you want to grow. And I know it's tough. I get it. It's tough. I, man, you ain't, you crazy, dude. Shoot, if so-and-so ain't saying nothing to me, I, I, I ain't even here with I get it. I've had to learn how to forgive people with my last name. And they know they were wrong. Completely. But I've had to learn to be able to love them up close. And if need be, love them from a distance. And when I see them, not have animosity against them when I see them in my presence. And genuinely say, hey, man, it's good to see you. Hey, oh, Jake, well, good to see you, cousin, friend, brother, whatever the case. Good to see you. Da, da, da. Hug on, and have a conversation and not feel any kind of way. And that takes time. I'm not going to lie. It takes time. But you have to start. You have to start the process. You say midlife crisis is about 40, you know. Well, I'm beyond 40. And what happens is, you know, you can wait later on in life, but you don't want to be um, in your 50s, 60s, 70s. And all of a sudden, now you want to start forgiving people. And you realize at that age, I mean, sometimes you don't get it till you're later, till you're old in age. Sometimes you don't. It, it just happens sometimes. But you don't want to wait till later on in life to start forgiving folk. And then you realize after you've forgiven them that relationships have grown, things have blossomed in your life, um, economy is starting to blossom in your life, and all of these things. And then you think to yourself, man, if I would have did this earlier, hmm, you understand what I'm saying? Don't wait till later on. Don't hold grudges and hold things and, and take it into, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now to where you can't even be around a person because of lack of forgiveness. Oh, yeah, people are wrong. It's two left shoes. I get it. But if you think about it, you wasn't always right either. If you think over your life, how many people have you hurt that you've never asked for forgiveness for? Uh-huh. Yeah that part we've all has done some stuff all of us none of us is without um you know a stone none of us you know never some of many of us lived in a glass house and was looking at everybody else let's just be honest you know we got our own stuff going on you know we 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 doing wrong but we're so quick to point out the wrong in others again it starts with us if you if you would just be conscientious enough, understanding enough and honest enough to say, you know what, let me get out of my glass house. You know, let, let me, you know, get my skeletons out my closet. Let me clean out my own closet. And let me forgive myself. Let me start there. And maybe 
as I begin to forgive myself, I can begin to start forgiving others, even if they don't tell me that they're sorry. Because some people, I hate to say it, they can be on their deathbed and they're not going to say sorry for nothing because they're so stubborn. It's become a part of them. They care for nothing but themselves. And I implore you to not be that way. People matter. Hearts matter. Love matters. And when you love people for where they are, love people in the good, the bad, um, the bad decisions, the great decisions, when you really love people, we don't ever and always love the decisions they make, but we love them as a person. No, we don't always like somebody. And I don't like how he did that, but I got to love him. I don't, I don't, you know, um, we had an instance, um, about a month or so ago and, uh, had somebody, you know, uh, try to run up on my daughter and act a fool. And, um, to be honest with you, uh, they didn't get the, the nice blessed person that you hear now talking about all the good. That's not the guy they got. But again, I didn't, um, act a fool or nothing like that. I, you know, a real common collect, don't get me wrong, real common collected, but, uh, I stood my ground for what's right. I stood my ground for what's right. You were wrong as two left shoes. And then you dude going to try to run up on somebody who's less than a quarter of your size, you know, and start talking, you know, about a lot of y'all yin yang and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then think that, um, daddy wasn't going to, uh, you know, have, have something to say about it. Wasn't going to happen. And even that particular person's mother had to come outside and was trying to talk to me. And, um, and I said, look, here's the deal. All he had to do was give her the information she needed. And this would be a wrap. I said, but since you don't want to follow the guidelines and laws of the land, then what I'm going to do is I'm, I'll bring just Johnny law up here and I'll let him, I'll let them handle it. And then whatever happens to your son happens to your son. And I'm not going to feel some kind of way about it because I'm, I, we were trying to do what's right. But since he doesn't want to follow protocols and do all the things that's right to order to alleviate the situation, I'm going to bring third party in and let them handle it. And that's just what it is. And I didn't dislike. I disliked the situation. I disliked how it was handled. I disliked the response. And then, of course, after all that was handled, you know, police came out to to handle the situation and all that kind of stuff. The person had to come back to me. I don't like it. You had to call the cops on us. You know, how do you call the cops on your own people? First of all, my people, all my people are all my people. It doesn't matter race, color or creed. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I don't care if it's black, white, red, brown. It doesn't matter. If we're trying to alleviate a situation, let's calm down. Let's do all the right things. And you're looking for a slick way out because you don't want to do what's right. And you really want to um, do this hood stuff. I'm sorry. You got the wrong dude. Not going to happen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax. I'm going to let you be stupid. And I'll let third party handle it. And you know what? They came out. And the more they talked, the more they got themselves deeper in trouble with the law. And I sat there on my phone, sitting on the steps, chilling like a villain. I wasn't a villain, but I'm just saying, you know, but they looked at me like a villain. Like I did something wrong. I did absolutely nothing. And in life, there are people that are like that. They're going to they want to do you wrong. And then uh, they want you to hook them up. <laughs> Come on.
let's let's get back to right you were wrong let's get back to right let's fix this and let's move on and then maybe after we get to that consensus and that agreement of what can we do from here how can we move forward let's go with that but don't do me wrong and then ask for a hookup could you not say this and could you make sure that you don't do that and could you you got the wrong brother yeah i i, I may be a brother but i'm not your brother and I'm, I've never been one to uh, say whatever. I'm not this pro, this person, that person. I'm pro right or wrong. That's it. My brother is my brother. I have one brother, one sister. And then I have other brothers, regardless of race, color, and creed that I call my brothers because they act like a brother or they act like a sister not because of color. And in this regard, you have to sometimes, sometimes you have to go this route to where you have to do what is right. I mean, you have to, right is right. And sometimes even doing what's right hurts because you don't want to do it. And to be truthfully honest, I didn't want to do it. I did not want to go the route that I wanted to go. I didn't think it needed to go there. All I'm asking, please just do this. Just give, you know, I don't need to even be, I'm only here because it's a dude versus, you know, five, one, come on, a big versus, come on. If that is, you know, I'm only here because he started acting a fool. So what can we do here? Give her what she needs and it's a wrap. And when you don't want to do what's right, sometimes when somebody else has to get involved, sometimes when you do what's right, feels wrong, even though it's still right. And sometimes you're gonna go through that in life to where right sometimes feels wrong because you're going against the grain, because sometimes you, you're in a situation where the, the whole grain, the whole framework of what you're up against seems wrong and you're the only person willing to do what's right. But even doing what's right, everybody looks at you as being wrong. Maybe you're told to do something, go somewhere, buy something, invest or uh, uh, be in a certain relationship and whatever the case may be. And sometimes you have, you know, it's the right thing to do. But sometimes, sometimes things sometimes feel wrong. And you have to be able to go through this whole balancing act between right and wrong because even doing what's right some people will make you feel like you're wrong even though you know you're right hey go ahead and adjust that time card it's, it's okay we, we need to make sure we're all on the same page we need to make sure and you're and you're like mm -mm, no I'm, I'm not going to uh, risk my character risk my judgment in who I am to be a part of the team be a you know and then when you when you're not a part of the team, all of a sudden now you're wrong because you're trying to do what's right. And then also the opposite is true. If you decide to go with the grain of people that are going wrong. And you're wrong. And you think you're right or the people, the wrong group that you're with thinks that you're right going with them. But in reality, all y'all are wrong. 
And when you go through this, you have to be able to forgive yourself and say, hey, you know what? I made some wrong decisions here. I should have somebody should have stood up. When that person down the street was getting slapped around by the cop or that guy was uh, the car broke down and the wheel fell off and they're trying to figure it out. And I drove by the accident and didn't do anything because rightfully I was trying to get to work and be on time. But wrongfully, I left somebody stranded. You understand? So you have this dichotomy you have of things that you're really trying to figure out how this all works. So there's all these scenarios that when you go through life, that it happens to where you have to figure out and understand that in order for me to move forward, I have to be able to forgive, not just myself, but, but people. Because people don't always have your best interests at heart. As one reviewer told me, he said, you know, sometimes there are people that are by your side, but they're not on your side. And I know many of you that are listening right now know exactly what I'm talking about. You have a lot of people around your corner, but they're not in your corner. You know, they're on the same side or you might even have somebody um, you're in the again, you're in this match of life. You know, boxing, mixed martial arts, wrestling, whatever this is, match of life going up against your uh, life opponent, whatever that may be. And you have people over there that are uh, your your cut doctor might even be a coach, might even be uh, part of your entourage. But then they're really betting on the opponent because the odds are better. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Only to find out that when you win, they done lost everything. And then you think we good only to find out. Oh, dang. Um, see what happened was I thought that. Um, yeah, because I know I said that you um, that y you were doing a good job. And I know I, I, I thought that you would make it out to a point. But um, I just thought the odds were better on the opponent. And your trust in that person or persons or business is completely blown is destroyed and you have to be able to forgive at some point in time or another you know um, and the reason why I really ch chose this topic because I mean it, it, it's tough because uh, I, I've got some forgiveness to do too we, we all do so I sit in the same chair that you're sitting in I sit in the same driver's seat the same pew that you do because though I have learned now to forgive myself I've accepted <laughs> I've screwed up I've accepted the fact that I I made some bad decisions I didn't do it all right um, made some dumb choices I listened to too many idiots and I've la also allowed some people to direct my life instead of me worried about what I need to do I'm so focused on um, appreciation from others. And I realized, you know what? They don't live with me every day. And it's amazing how you, I'm living for appreciation from others. But when others make the decisions in their life, I'm never included <laughs> in their decisions. And I'm like, wait a minute. So why? 
Okay. Y'all know where I'm going with this. And and you have to, you go through life and you have to realize and come to the conclusion that the decisions I make are the things I'm going to have to live with. Whether good, bad, or indifferent, I have to live with the consequences or the blessings of the decisions that I make or the relationships I make. The people I keep around me, I have to deal with the consequences or the blessing of them. And it's tough to deal with. It's tough to balance. It's tough to walk that thin line of having the right people around that you can trust. That won't hurt you. That won't uh, stab you in the back. That won't do this, that, and the other. And it's tough. So as I said, you know, I got some stuff. And one of the things is dealing with a particular individual. And it's a male. And, and I have a hard, y'all, I'm, I'm dealing with this, y'all. Okay, I'm just going gonna, gonna to be transparent. I'm dealing with this, y'all. Because um, as much as I would love to bless him, um, another side of me wants to kill him, rip his head off. Okay, because of some things that he has done that doesn't show me man. It's one thing, it's one thing for you to live accordingly as a man. You know, you can have a chest pumped out. You can be a small man, big man, fat man, skinny man, buff man. Doesn't matter to me. But you don't have to tell me every day that you're a man, right? But but what will lose, uh, you can lose my appreciation for you being a man. You can lose my appreciation for you being a male uh, or a role model when you decide to put your hands on something that wasn't made for you to put on in a manly type manner. Let's put it that way. And when you go that route, you've lost me. You've lost me completely. And you don't do it once, but you do it twice. I don't know, fellas, you tell me, you tell me. And again, we're talking about, you know, a man versus, you know, a woman. Okay. So y'all know where I'm going with this. So for all you fathers out there, if you're a father, or just a husband, or you have um, a significant other, a girlfriend. If an external man, and I mean a really external man, ever put his hands on your sister, your mom, your wife, your brother, female cousin, you know, somebody you care about, again, female, What's your response? For some of us, it's, um, you know, especially if you're around, uh, you diffuse that real quick, right? You diffuse that real quick. But when you're not around and you find out about it, and then they want to go on through life as if, as if uh, you need to let that go. Mm, I'm struggling with that, y'all. I'm struggling with that, y'all, okay? I am struggling. And... um and I've got to find my for, my personal forgiveness in that. You know, hit me in the comment section. You know, hit me a DM, uh, you know, on one of the social media platforms via Facebook or Snapchat, Instagram. Um, you, you know, all them platforms. I'm on all of them. Uh, hit me via email. Um, again, it's all of it I'm dealing with. Um, of course, for email is through Gmail, but 
I'm dealing with. Okay, so hit me up in uh, YouTube. I don't care. Yeah, what, what what would you do? How would you handle that? You know. So again, it's a struggle. That portion right there is a struggle for me. You know, um, how do you forgive somebody who, let's say, comes in your house and, um, you know, you're a man and you're dealing with somebody. Maybe you almost had to take somebody out because they broke into your home or maybe they broke into your car. How do you deal with that type of forgiveness? It's tough, right? It's tough, but there are certain things that we can't hold on to. You know, it. Oh, man, it, it, it's, it's rough. You know, you have a relationship, you know, let's say um, somebody uses your card, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Maybe somebody you don't know, you know, somebody, you know, a pickpocket takes your money, da, 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 da. You know, there's certain things. Oh, man, you know, I really needed that money. You know, certain things can be replaced to a point um, and you struggle with that. But when it becomes personal. Isn't that harder? Isn't it? Isn't it harder when it's somebody that, you know, maybe it's not necessarily um, a person that that you're real, real close, close to. But maybe it's somebody that, you know, is kind of a distant friend or you introduced to from a friend of a friend or whatever. And uh, they dog you, uh, betray your trust or whatever the case may be. But it's even more so when it's somebody, you know, I mean, they're tight. I mean, where you thought you were tight. You thought that we were more than just acquaintances. Maybe we were even family. And you do this to me, whatever th that this is. Maybe somebody you trusted as a mentor or a coach. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that harder? It is. It's harder. When it's somebody yet you had complete confidence in. And this happens. I mean, if you're going through this forgiveness walk, or let's say you don't even want to go through it all. Let's just be honest. There's some people, I hear you, dude. Matter of fact, I turned you off 15, 20 minutes ago because there's no way I'm forgiving, you know, Sally for what she did. There's no way I'm forgiving George for what he did. There's no way I'm give, forgiving Jose for, you know, I get it. I get it. But we can't stay in the unforgiveness arena. We can't stay there. We have to do something with um, our hurt. We have to do something with our baggage. And I don't know about you, man. Um, there's a lot of places I want to go right now. Maybe there's places you want to go. Not, not necessarily, uh, maybe spiritually somewhere you want to go. Maybe it's somewhere naturally you want to go. Maybe it's a, a, a place. Maybe there is an economic place you want to go, a, an investment place you want to go, a travel place you want to go. And there's nothing like, you know, it's one thing when, uh, for those of you, you already know, um, there's nothing like if you're going to Vegas for the weekend, um, you're just going there for the weekend. And uh, you take some suitcases with you with your clothes in it because they're necessities, things that you need um, to look good. You know, clothes and, uh, you know, personal hygiene uh, products and things like that. And you take these things with you 
to allow you to not only look good, but stay refreshed, um, you know, uh, externally be presentable and be able to have a good time. You're wearing the right clothes, whatever that is, shoes. But imagine now if you're going to Vegas for the weekend and you decide to um, not, you got you got to pack your whole house just to go to Vegas for the weekend. And then now you leave Vegas um, and because now you're going to, mm, I don't know, New York and you're going to be there for a week. So now not only is it your baggage, now you pack the house again and the whole house of what you left, let's say from San Diego or L.A. And you're taking this U-Haul truck, this beacon semi truck with you everywhere you go. Think about it. That's what unforgiveness does. You are bringing this semi truck full of stuff with you everywhere you go. And what it does is slows you down, slows you down in relationships, slows you down in uh, uh, social and economic uh, values. It slows you down in building. It slows you down in networking. It slows you down in your personal love life. Because you you are willing to bring this whole semi truck full of garbage, old stuff, unforgiveness, lack of trust, lack of faith with you into every area of your life. And if you ever want to unpack that truck, it all starts with forgiveness of self first and then forgiveness of others. I'm Sean, your host. Stay tuned for our next episode of I'm Dealing With. If you like any of the value that we've brought to you, I trust that you would hit our like and our subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. You know, again, you've seen us. You'd see us on YouTube. Subscribe to that as well. And, and if you're interested in maybe being a part of our donation process, I'll provide the link to you as well. OK, take care. Be blessed until we meet again.